This is another episode of Flavor in Your Ear Podcast. A podcast about damn near any and every topic with no filter and zero regard for the easily offended. Everything you say upsets somebody. Please welcome the man behind the madness. The most important person with all due respect. Let's go! Your host and audio flavor maestro. My man. Marquise Edwards. What is going on, everybody? We're here for another episode of Strictly Forbidden Flavors, and we have a merged episode today. We'll take all like a crossover, like they do with like SVU and all that. This is I'm pretty excited about this one. Long, long time coming here. I got good brother here and Nero here with us uh, from Side P Season. Go out and listen to his podcast as well. And uh, a little bit of backstory on on his uh, his podcast or whatnot. As uh, I started listening to his podcast. We we met in a secret group that I'm not going to talk about here with everybody, but uh, met in a secret group where we were both trying to you know hone our crafts and 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 do our podcast a little bit better and whatnot. And I listened to his or whatnot, and you know on this show we're pretty frank and raw and to the point. And I listened to his and I was like, man, he is spitting fire right now. Like this is really like good advice and it's it's really good takes and it's real and you and I can relate to it. So I, this has been in the making for a very long time. Uh, just getting them on the airwaves with me and Zone here to be able to talk about some topics, and we're doing this in the spirit of. I don't think any of us are like uh, all you know entrenched in Valentine's Day, but we're gonna talk about love and some other things like that, and get our perspective on it, uh, whatnot. Just you know, doing this Black History Month, I thought it was a good time to collaborate with others and uh, have some dope ass conversations. So these moments are very rare. We're from all three parts of the world, so it makes it really special. I'm excited about you know how everything's gonna go today. So. Really good conversation, and we'll just let you all enjoy it. I'll uh, let them sh- uh, speak to you all and uh, say their hellos before we get into the conversation. What's going on, everybody? Ladies first, Zone. Ladies first. No, you are a guest, sir. Oh, okay. Well, this is Nero um, from Saki Season. Uh, that's my podcast. Um, it's definitely got a little spicy uh, name, and I, I, I cover all the like everything, like all the relationship stuff. So um, because there's not all just like above board, like you got the, you know, there's side chicks and side dick out there. So um, mm. we just talk about everything. I try to bring it all to the table with hopefully uh, providing some, some good information that people can, can do something with or, or avoid whatever, whatever, however it works for you. That's my okay, goal. So yeah, by all means, go out and uh, listen to it. Like, uh, if I'm if I'm co-signing for it, yeah, you all should know that it is good. It is good material and good content. So make sure you all after this after this awesome episode that you go out out and listen to Side Piece Season as well. Um, and he'll give his uh social media handles when, when we close, so you all can you know, follow him, give him a listen and whatnot. He's been killing the game, and it's you know this is a long time coming. So just gonna put him in the middle with me and Zone, and just we just gonna have a just a royal rumble of a conversation here because. Uh, it's not yet Valentine's Day, but we will, you know, he speaks about relationships. Me and Zone speak about relationship things uh, somewhat, you know, as well. So we thought, you know, the more the merrier when we're talking about certain things and we we're going to just have some conversations. So we'll start out uh, talking about certain things because we all different ages or whatnot, right? And we see love differently, right? And experiences we were just talking about that offline about experiences you know offline or whatnot that we do have in life and uh 
I think it's important for us to kind of, you know, brainstorm, brainstorm here about, you know, what we feel about some said topics that we had that we want to discuss. And we'll see how we go from there. So um, our first question, this is in spirit of the V-Day. What do you all think about Valentine's Day? Just what is your thoughts about Valentine's Day in general? Straight, straight feelings of it. Just the, just the day in general, not just for black folks, not just for white folks, for everybody. What about how do you feel about Valentine's Day? Real deal, holy feel. Uh, I think it's stupid. Okay. I mean, it's totally like from uh, trying to start my own podcast and have it as a business. It's genius for like if you make cards, chocolates, or flowers. Like it's a genius marketing thing. Like, oh, hey, there's a day that you celebrate, you know, like there's this one special day, just like Christmas, right? But mm-hmm. I mean, realistically, if you narrow it down to where it's just one day, you know, your relationship is probably going to be fucked. Mm. You need to like, it needs to be Valentine's day all the damn time. Mm. What you think? What you think is on? What's your, what's your, what's your take on Valentine's day? Love it. Hate it. Toss it in the trash. No, I mean, I personally agree with, I just think it's stupid regardless because it's a money making scheme, but at the same time, it is the one perfect time for the side piece to get everything she wants. Because the main woman gets it all year round. She That's that one time where he has to buy for two women and she's going to expect exactly what the, what the main chick has gotten. So I just really think it's just a stupid idea. I've always thought it was stupid. Even as a wife, I've never been happy with him just giving me chocolate and candy. I can go to Safeway and get that. Now, if you take me on a trip, that's a different story. But buying me chocolate just one day out of the year, nah, you can keep that. <laughs> I agree with you both. I, it is a ploy, and the thing that the thing about me that I hate about Valentine's Day is the pressure. If you don't do nothing for Valentine's Day, now, mm-hmm. like because it's because of the fact that, and I don't know how you feel about this either, Zone, but like I know for men at least, everybody's buying stuff, right? And you don't want to be that one person that don't buy something for for somebody. It's like it's pressuring, like even though like you know. If you've been a good person all year round and giving stuff, it's that pressure that society has put that you have to do something because you might feel like you're leaving your significant other out. What y'all think about that? Like, you, do you think it's pressure for people to have to do things during Valentine's Day? Because, like, like you said, on even the side piece get love on Valentine's Day, and I, the, the, the fact she we we got side piece season on here talking <laughs> about you know the benefits and the, the blessings the side pieces get. Even side pieces get things on Valentine's. That's pressure. That's a lot of pressure. I don't know about the pressure. I just feel like I don't know why people think that giving head extra head on Valentine's Day makes it more special. You get head every day of the week from the same person. What makes it more special on Valentine's Day? Unless she's putting glitter on it and, you know, she doing <laughs> extra trips and flips or something. I never understand the big pre- It is pressure. I guess you're correct because you come in and think you're putting some rose petals down like it's going to change the dick, like it's going to change the pussy. It's, it's pussy laying on rose petals. I never understand the concept, but it's just me. No, you're, you're right, though. I mean, there, it's a it's a peer pressure kind of thing because my day job, I'm a nurse in a hospital. So if everybody gets flowers delivered or chocolates delivered or whatever, and then you're the one that didn't get anything or you're the one that didn't send anything, like everybody's looking at you like, I mean, it. it I don't really, 
peer pressure like that, I don't really care about. Like that's that's an easy one for me to mitigate because I'm like, yeah, my game is tight all year round. I don't need to play these games like y'all do. But I mean, there's definitely, you know, like you know that eyes are on you. So there is an element of peer pressure to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and if you're not, you know, everybody in relationships, like nobody's on the exact same wavelength in relationships. So if you're like us and you're like, this is some bullshit, but the person you're with is not on that same wavelength. Now you're, you're slighting them, which is not something, you know what I mean? Like, so you seem ungrateful. Gotta, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you gotta, you gotta, you have to address it in some way, even if you don't like it, <laughs> you have to, it, it, if it's just like, Hey, listen, this is about bullshit to sell candy and chocolates and flowers. I'm not doing that because all year round, I'm taking care of you. But does it make you think though? Does it make you think? Does it make you think how much, how much the depression, how much consideration did they put into the gift? They go on the side of the street and get one of them little gifts somebody selling on the side because they figured that's going to be good enough for you. How much thought did that person put into it? You got a whole year to think about it, but every year you come with the same teddy bear, same chocolate. That's not a lot of thought. That's why I don't like holidays, period, because not a lot of thought goes into it anymore. Getting flowers, you give me flowers every day of the year, it's still special. But if you just get it one time a year, what's so special mm-hmm. about that? Because you only say, hey, I love you just this one day. But back when my grandfather was coming up, my grandmother got flowers like once a week. He just got to pay. I'm thinking of you. So it made it special. So by the time they came, she wasn't really tripping, but he would go just a little step beyond, buy a little extra something. But she knew she was loved all year round. That's mm-hmm. what made it so deep and so intimate. Now, buying something like, if I know I'm, if I'm saying, for example, I'm dating some one of y'all, or both of y'all, who knows? But the point <laughs> is, if I had to think about it, I got a whole year to get to know you, understand some of the things you like. A nice little poetry, something written. Hey, I don't know what I'm gonna write it on. I might just write it on my arm. But you be like, wow, she put time and effort in and cutting her arm up just to show me she loved me. But the brother that said, hey, I'm just gonna go on the side of the corner by the cemetery and get the little flowers they selling. It doesn't seem as special as it did when I was a kid. It's not as magical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree, and I know we we're a little more experienced, so we kind of a little bit more. Uh, you know, uh, keen to what it is because because the young you know the young kids they probably you know it's just some it's that's I think it's it's a cycle of that you grew up and you know like when you when you high, when you're in school you write little notes and you say oh I like you or, like you know they they sell the little candies I'm quite sure y'all know they little candy notes and stuff like that so I think we've been conditioned to think all our lives that this is the love season love day because whenever mm-hmm. February's coming around and it's, you see we conditioned so hard that even as adults we pressure to you can probably drive past that flower man on the street every day of the year and not buy none of them damn roses but once you know it's valentine's day coming up it's influencing you like oh let me let me let me get this or let me grab that you know so i personally don't like the pressure of valentine's day um i was a victim of you know valentine's day always think i need to do something or get something but you know once i matured and whatnot i I think look at it like do I have to overexert myself for this one day? Like it's bullshit, right? Like you'll be arguing the next day right after, or you'll be, you know what I'm saying? Like we do so much to prove. And I feel like that's something that as a, you know, just in love and relationships, we have to stop trying to prove to everyone else what we're doing for somebody. Because of course, you know, celebrities going to get on and show what they did for Valentine's Day. So 
our broke asses trying to, you know, keep up with them and show show off things, money that we don't even have, and then go back to your regular life right after. It's like it's, it's an illusion, you know. So I don't know. I, that's. I think we should definitely like the the lesson that the that the three of us because we all say it's bullshit. <laughs> right. But but the 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 value of Valentine's Day is to um, make some sort of effort to make it clear what that person that's in your life means to you. And so if you could take that and just spread that out all the time, like like Zone said, her grandfather was bringing flowers once a week. Like it wasn't a, it's not like, you don't need some corporation to tell you like, oh yeah, this is the day you prove it. Like, no, you should be doing that all. Like if they really mean something to you, you should be putting forth effort all the time consistently. Like consistency is the, is the key. Um, so we can all agree, like Valentine's Day is bullshit, but the idea of putting forth extra effort and making it known and making it clear and exemplifying it, right. I think like we can all get behind that. You just do it all the time. Consistency is the hard part. Let's eat way easier said than done, of course, too. So yeah. that that kind of leads me to our next question. This is strictly you all's opinion. Um, when it comes to love, right, do you all feel... Do we love people because of who they are or what they can do for us? Yes. I know it's like a that's, that's a mix, that's a mixed question, right? And of course it's to everybody's personal. Like you all can answer is if you know for yourself personally or society in general. Like how do you how do you how do you think love is viewed nowadays? Because we we all know love has changed uh the way it looks uh nowadays from back before, you know, back when we were growing up. For better and for worse, uh, you know, different aspects. But what do you all think in today's society? Is it is it is people are we loving each other for who we are or for what what we can do for someone, men and women, vice versa? I mean, so from the standpoint of my thoughts about like, because like Instagram, right? We all do the Instagram shit. So like. Instagrams, everybody putting their like best foot forward all the time. Like you don't get to see all the all the bullshit of their life. Um, and I think there's definitely a you know like the just from a psychological like I read this book about evolutionary evolutionary biology, and they were talking about like they weren't talking about gold digging. This is my my take on it. But they were talking about like the the most attractive, the most high value man was always the one that had the ability to protect offspring and the ability to take care of the woman and the offspring. Like that's always the high value person because, you know, when you have that kid as the woman, you're not going to be able to do all like you're now you have something else that you have to take care of. So you need a man that can take care of all the other stuff. So, you know, you're safe and protected. So gold digging like is just that evolutionary biology concept taken to the nth degree, right? They're not so worried about the emotional shit. They're worried about, can you finance the lifestyle in which I would like to live and the kids and all that stuff, which from that, like that's been around forever. That's not anything new, but like the idea of marriage for love is something that is new. Like people used to only get married to like, you know, it was like a contract. It was a financial gain idea behind marriage. Like love was totally irrelevant. Like it didn't matter. Like you're the princess of this. He's the prince of that. We want to merge these two kingdoms together. Y'all are getting married. 
Mm-hmm. And if you got to the point where y'all were cool with each other and, and even better, you fell in love with each other, great. But if you didn't, nobody cared. Now we put this this big emphasis on love, 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 love. And the, the weird thing about love is it's just an emotion. And everybody in this room knows emotions fucking come and go. Like today is hot, tomorrow is cold as ice, and it, it may get hot again. Like, But that's just the nature. Emotions change like the weather. Um, and so like, I think that the, the best thing about a relationship is the partnership aspects of it. Like to know somebody has got your back and they're there for you to know all your bullshit, (coughs) excuse me. And they're still cool with it. Right. And they have your back. So love is, I mean, it's not irrelevant. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I don't want to come across that way, but it's a relatively new concept to be with somebody just because you love them. Hmm. What, what, what you think, what you think is on? You think is, you think, uh, is we love people for who, who they are or what they can do for us. What do you think? Wow. It's funny. Cause he said everything. He said, Daniel, what I said to my husband yesterday, which oh, was yeah? emotion. Love is emotion. But from a female perspective, as a female growing up, I feel like love is an illusion. Because it's an illusion for women because you grow up with the belief of Disney Channel. Disney Channel was the white version of love. Tyler Perry became the black version of love. You get this illusion that your love conquers all. That's how Valentine's Day works. You believe that love conquers all. And it seems like, this is my opinion, black women get this illusion that you're going to just stumble upon a good brother that's going to take care of everything, that's going to have your back, that's going to do all of this and not argue with you, come home every night, you know, rub your feet, you know, ask you how your day was. We were sold an illusion because you assumed that your grandparents had this top-notch relationship. But what you didn't see when the doors closed that night and you went to bed when he was beating grandma's ass in that room. You didn't see mm. that part. You only saw her come out, smile, cook that breakfast every morning, make y'all lunch, breakfast, and send him on his way. You didn't see the side woman in New York while you living in Virginia. You didn't see mm. him traveling to his other woman's house right down the street. Your next door neighbor, little brother, is your brother because she was creeping. He was creeping with the next door neighbor. You didn't see that because you were sold the illusion that your grandparents had happy relationships. Every time I see somebody say, I want a relationship like my grandma, my grandfather, do you know what their relationship consisted of from the beginning to the end? Just because they looked happy doesn't mean they were really happy. We as black people are sold on religion that we have to stay in a relationship and fake the happiness. And that's where the illusion of love comes in at for me. Because being married 20 years, I thought everything was going to just fall into place because I went to church. You know, I believed in this, I believed in that. And that's the illusion I had to wake up from and say, hey, I'm not going to stay in an unhappy relationship because I think I'm in love. I don't even actually know what love really is. I only know what I saw on TV. That's not reality. Because if it was, I'd be in a mansion right now. God dang it. Wesley Spice to be my husband playing Blade. That would be me right now, but that's the illusion that I was sold on. You know what I'm saying? New Jack said, I'm going to get the drug dealer that has all the money and everything's going to bounce out. Hell with G-Money. I was looking for the, the uh, what you call it? 
Nino Brown. So this is what I'm saying when we talked about this before, the illusion that you're sold on as black people. I can't speak for no other race because I'm only black. So when I say this, this is what I've been taught my whole life. So I really believe that love just has a heavy illusion that we as black people need to wake up from this illusion that they're selling us on Thanksgiving, Christmas, Valentine's, all, all that is an illusion to make money. But they don't tell you the hardships that happened before all of this. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I can agree with that. And I think one strong thing that's changed back from grandma and grandpa's going together to nowadays is options. what we always talk about that social media boy. Those <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't only hear about stuff nowadays. You, you got motherfuckers getting caught on tape. You got text messages. You got screenshots. You got everything. So dirt <laughs> is all smeared everywhere in the public nowadays. So I do believe these things went on before, but it was word of mouth. You know, it was mm-hmm. it was easier to shut down something that you didn't see. Same thing, and I'm not gonna go like deep into this, but they say a lot about police brutality and stuff, right? They say, "Oh, this stuff goes on all the time, but it's never recorded. You never get to see a visual image." That's when everybody goes into outrage, right? Like everybody's like, "Oh, you caught it on camera. It looked a hundred times worse." So now, when somebody's stepping out and you see. A married man or somebody in a relationship, you see them out dining with somebody or kissing somebody. You got visual images now. You got text messages and all that. It make it much more sloppier. And then uh, I, th- I feel this 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 generation that we in now. It's a lot of trolls, hype people. So you all you gotta do is let something out, and all of the instigation comes in, and, mm-hmm. and you know, and everything like that. So I think that's the biggest thing. You know, Papa was a Rolling Stone before. You know, he, you know, he, he, he probably had a flip phone. You know, they had one speed dial number on there or something. Now he had no iPhone with a, a whole backup saved, a library of videos, text messages, you know, and all that stuff like that. You know, so it's easier now. If, uh, I, don't, I won't say it's transparent, but it's it's just it's easy to reveal what people are doing. And then people fucking like recording this shit now. People like. Men and women, they like recording they 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 shit they shit now like they they I don't say if it's incriminating themselves, but they kind of proud of this the shit they do because everything people do it's always caught on camera. Have y'all noticed that? Like everything, like mostly most foul stuff is always caught caught on caught on camera. Even domestic everything is just caught on camera. People don't they don't care about getting caught on camera no more. They they, they don't care about the images to say you and, and think about text messages because I think I've seen a few celebrities having like inappropriate back and forth text messages like that we all know screenshot exists they know once you push send that that's it right you're gonna get screen you know you're gonna get screenshot screenshot it and it's once it's out there it's out there right so i think that secrecy of back in the day has gone because there's so many different ways to invade you know your privacy in your life and what you're doing you know when no one's looking that it changed the game uh and it changed the way people interact with each other because now What's the, I don't know if y'all see because I, I follow I follow other podcasts and things like that. They, they, they be giving like random tips and stuff. They're like, oh, never look in somebody else's phone if you don't want to get hurt. <laughs> they, they always say that, right? They like mind your business. That's it's like because because yeah. it's all them phones. I don't care how much you love somebody. You go on that phone, your whole perception gonna be fucked up after that. I don't know what what y'all think about that. I dig it in anyway. I don't care. I'm gonna tell you now. If your phone hit that table and it ring and my and I'm and something don't look right, I'm all in your phone. So I'm gonna let you know. It's no need for me to pretend this. I'm not one of those females gonna tell you I'm digging your phone because I'm in your phone. 
I promise you. I know you got a secret. You got a secret something somewhere. You probably got a. If you got a cold word and you lock that motherfucker down with three cold words, I ain't trusting you. So yes, I'm in your phone. When you're at your table, I'm looking over your shoulder. Matter of fact, you in the car, I'm looking out the window. So I'm going to get it one way or another. So I'm just telling you, I'm not one of those females going to lie and say I don't look because I'm nosy as hell. I'm all in. And then I'm going to ask you about it eventually. So you ain't got to lie. You ain't got to pretend because I'm going to look over and say, that was who you was texting at 545. I remember that day because trust me, I done wrote it in my phone and everything. I done wrote it so it's stamped so I already know. So as soon as we get an argument, I'm bringing all of it up. That's kind of petty and intrusive, Zone. I'm, I'm sorry. Is it? Kind of, yeah, pretty, pretty I, I, once you, I once you fuck, it ain't and you don't have no rights. Once you start having sex, all your rights are gone. You can just let it go. Wow. Don't even pretend that you have rights anymore. Wow. You just oh, don't. God. Come on now. Man, the whole the hoes out there need to hear that this too then. Cause hey, if they out here hopping if they out here hopping around like Frogger on the street, you know, like I, I don't know. That's that's deep. You say you don't belong to yourself no more. I mean, I thought that was sometimes marriage. That, that's what they say, even though marriages go south sometimes too. But I, what you what you think, brother? I, I don't know. You so so I will say this. Um, everybody's like documenting all this stuff, and everybody keeping all kinds of shit on their phones and stuff like that. So the phone is a is a good way that you could get caught. However. I mean, I have done the side piece thing. I've had a side piece, or I've been the side piece, I should say, in in the full on era of iPhones, and I was a ghost. I was like a top notch spy. It was unknown, and 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 to this day, the only people that know are the people that I told. Like, and some of the people we know now, people that yeah, but you don't know the particulars. And I'm saying like the people, the people that I told were like, no, like they 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 had trouble accepting it. They were like. How could this be? I mean, so there's always been people that are going to be sloppy with their shit. And you could be the most, because the, that's the thing. Once you start doing this, there's all kinds of other dynamics. Because we were talking about how love is just an emotion, right? Well, people have emotions too, like pride and fucking and jealousy and all this stuff. So you could be in a side piece relationship, super 007 with it. And then something goes wrong and the, your side piece is not feeling right and then all of a sudden they got all that shit on their phone they're about to blow your shit up and your whole life gets blown up because they got all kinds of pictures like you said they don't need to screenshot it because they got the list of all the texts going back and forth and they can just screenshot that shit and start sending it to your significant other and like so it you could always pull it off you could always pull it off but no, you can't. Why do y'all keep telling that lie? No, you what? cannot. I'm gonna tell you something. A woman, once you, once you go unprotected with now, I don't know about the one that wear condoms. Once you go raw, you give off an energy. Sperm is the energy, just like an emotion. Once you give it off, one thing about it is it starts hitting them dreams. I don't care what no female, nobody tells you. A female will have that dream. Next thing you know, you be like, nah, that ain't true. You're trying to lie. But God already told her what she needed to know. If y'all are in tune, you're not going to get away with cheating. Now, she don't say nothing. That's because she clearly don't care. You're a benefactor to her. But the average woman that cares, I'm telling you, the universe will show her what she needs. Now, if she don't tell you that, she's a lie. Because the universe definitely shows her what she needs to know. It's no damn 007 nothing. I'm <laughs> going to disagree. Because so as soon as she lay down that night and God shows what she needs, 
You can lie all you want, but God already let her know. Now, if she chooses to stay, that's because that's her own choice. But the average woman is going to definitely know something, just like a brother. If a woman MO changes, I don't care how good you are, her MO is definitely going to change. If you dick her down right, her whole demeanor with her man is definitely going to change. Now, if she ain't, if she ain't changed, that means you weren't doing your job. I'm just so, saying. So, I will say this because, like, so in in my instances, like I'm coming across like when I was married at the tail end of my marriage, it was this whole emotional affair. I didn't even dick anybody down, and my wife definitely knew something was up because of the energy, right? Like, so I. I agree. If you two are in tune, the, your significant other should be noticing some stuff. Mm-hmm. Out of that, when I'm like, when I, because basically after that, after the divorce, like with a different chick, I'm the side piece. I'm side dick now, and like her dude is fucking oblivious because dudes are like y'all women. The 007 award goes to the women. Like, guys can be sneaky and we can be slick, but we ain't nothing compared to how, like, y'all are devious as fuck. But let me ask, is he oblivious or does he have his own thing going on that he doesn't care to mention it? We can always assume oblivious, but does not mean he doesn't have his own thing going on. That's why he's not aggressive. It could be both. It it could be. Some some guys are just oblivious to things. Because his boy's going to see it. It's no I don't want to bring too much specifics into or no my personal stuff into this, but I talked to some folks at work uh, today, actually, and one guy was going to, you know, he's going out to get some some help because he's like, oh, you know, I've been dating this girl and you know she's been cheating on me this whole year. He's a, he's a military guy, so he's yeah. on the move a lot or not, eh? He's like, yeah. She's been cheating on me for a whole year, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, man, you didn't pick that up. And I said, no. He said, I, I love her. I didn't. I didn't expect like so. It's no, he saw it, huh? He saw it. He chose to overlook it. He but, saw but, it. But he was a young. He was a younger guy. So what, when, when people feel, once people still understanding love, right? They 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 don't know all of this. Like you're talking from a veteran perspective, right? Think about he's about nineteen twenty. Now he might have had. He ain't got the intuition that no grown man, no grown woman gonna have, but. Some people don't grow out of that based on the fact that either they don't want to, it's that Peter Pan syndrome where you always think, you know, just everything is just gold until you get your heart just stomped on and, and shit on, you know? Because And if a woman, if they were the type of women that, like we was talking about, that can hide stuff and make you feel like everything is fine, they never think they do nothing wrong, you know? They never think they do. This guy said a whole year and a half, he said, oh, I love her. I sent her money every month and blah, 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 blah. He's mm. just going into details. He had no clue, and now, he, and now the minute that he found out the truth, he's shattered. Yeah, because he got see the red flags. We can even at nineteen, you see red flags. You overlook the red flags. I don't care if you can make it into the real world. Like I said, I guess it's that more of a, how green are you growing up? If yes. you've never lived in the hood, you probably won't know what gunfire sounds like. So I guess it does make sense. But everything has red flags. Even a scam has red flags, but we still go in to the scam thinking we're going to get rich. There's a flag there as soon as you hear it. Your insta- everybody has intuition. That's the one thing God gives all humans, intuition. It's you that chooses not to listen to what you're hearing or what you're feeling or what you're seeing. Your boy's right next door to you getting hair from your girl the whole time. You can tell me you ain't never noticed the two of them interacting. Oh, I didn't see it. You didn't see it? You didn't see her draw down in front of you? Come on. It's just like I said, honestly, I just feel like there are always flags. Even him with 007 over here. Even 007 knows 
Zero flags. So, so Zone, here's what I will say to that. Um, and it's it's really like jumping off of something that Marquis said. We are at a different level. There was definitely if you if you take me back to 19, I'm very naive and I'm and I'm overlooking shit. Like you say red flags. Well, I'd have to know that that's that color is red and then that's a flag. Like I might see something, but not even if I'm not if I'm not exposed to it and I don't expect it. I can see it and just not know what it is. It, it could be. I know, I, it could I'm be something. Lie. I'm not gonna lie because I was a I'm question. Everybody, um, men, young men, if you was raised correctly, you was a really good guy at first until you know you, you got exposed to some different shit. I was the I was the over good guy. I wasn't I wasn't the dog I am now. I'm I'm I'm, I'm not a bad dog. I'm I'm a little good and evil here, but I wasn't as on heightened as I was. Before. I was the I was always just I was just so happy and naive until you know experiences kind of kind of poke you and if it don't you know if it doesn't hurt you too bad you're like oh Dude. i don't care it doesn't matter how pretty she is it doesn't matter how nice she speaks it doesn't matter how much she says things that mm-hmm. you can still be playing me <laughs> so Marquise, i gotta tell you like most of the things that i saw that i wasn't ready for and didn't know and and how like i had no clue about how shady shit could get i didn't mm-hmm. see it till i went on active duty you're now tuned in to Flavor in Your Ear. Flavor in Your Ear.